Once Upon a Time. 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 Once upon a time, 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 once upon Some of you may already know that this season is about Cinderella. And if you didn't, surprise, it's about Cinderella. So, Cinderella, is there only one version of Cinderella? Maybe that cartoon version that we all know about? Nope, you're wrong. There are so many Cinderella-esque tales out there. And, here's a shocker, today we're doing another one. Okay, so... How does it work? Each dad reads in their own voice. Okay, they might do silly voices. They might do serious voices. They might do sound effects. Who knows? It's really up to that dad and how they want to read. And at the end of every story, there is a moral. The dad comes up with that moral. I don't write it. The podcast doesn't write it. They come up with it. Maybe it is a reflection of what's going on in the world. Maybe they're going to talk about what they think the story means or what the writer was trying to say. It changes with every dad and every story. So, today, what are we going to be listening to? Well, we are going to be listening to Tattercoats, an English fairy tale collected by Joseph Jacobs in his book, More English Fairy Tales. Normally, I go into the little bit of a history of who the author is, but The author, Joseph Jacobs, has written so many fairy tales that if you are a fan of the show or if you've heard a few episodes, you'll notice that Joseph Jacobs has already been on the show. This is an old writer that collected fairy tales. If you don't know who Joseph Jacobs is, look him up. Pretty much just as famous as the Brothers Grimm. So, who is reading Tattercoats by Joseph Jacobs? Well, I'll tell you. Simon Cockle. Simon Cockle is a poet from Aston, Hertfordshire. His first collection, River Lane, was published in 2018. His poems have appeared in many publications, and in 2020, he was selected for the Veer Open Prize. He was invited to read at the Leedbury Poet Festival in 2016, 17, and 19. He appears as a co-host on the poetry podcast, Breaking Lines, which you can listen to right now after you listen to this. Obviously, subscribe to it, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast. And you can also follow that podcast online on all social medias at Breaking Lines Poetry Podcast. And is also on the comedy podcast, The Sacred Cow, also wherever you get your podcast. And you can follow that on all social medias at The Sacred Cow Podcast. Simon is a father to Anushka, who is nine years old, and fell asleep while listening to him reading this story. But, good news, it's recorded, and she can listen to it anytime now. Find out more about Simon Cockle at simoncockle.wordpress.com. 
simoncockle.com or on Twitter at simoncockle2010. Side note, I wonder when he made that Twitter account. Be weird if it was 2009, right? Anywho, here is Simon reading Joseph Jacobs' Tattercoats. Once upon a time in a great palace by the sea, there once dwelt a very rich old lord, who had neither wife nor children living, only one little granddaughter whose face he had never seen in all her life. He hated her bitterly, because at her birth his favourite daughter died, and when the old nurse brought him the baby, he swore that it might live or die as it liked, but he would never look on its face as long as it lived. So he turned his back and sat by his window looking out over the sea and weeping great tears for his lost daughter, till his white hair and beard grew down over his shoulders and twined round his chair and crept into the chinks of the floor, and his tears dropping onto the window ledge wore a channel through the stone and ran away in a little river to the great sea. And, meanwhile, his granddaughter grew up with no one to care for her or clothe her, only the old nurse, when no one was by, would sometimes give her a dish of scraps from the kitchen or a torn petticoat from the rag bag, while the other servants of the palace would drive her from the house with blows and mocking words, calling her tattercoats and pointing at her bare feet and shoulders till she ran away crying to hide among the bushes. And so she grew up, with little to eat or wear, spending her days in the fields and lanes, with only the goose herd for a companion who would play to her so merrily on his little pipe when she was hungry or cold or tired, that she forgot all her troubles and fell to dancing with his flock of noisy geese for partners. But one day people told each other that the king was travelling through the land and in the town nearby was to give a great ball to all the lords and ladies of the country when the prince, his only son, was to choose a wife. One of the royal invitations was brought to the palace by the sea, and the servants carried it up to the old lord, who still sat by his window, wrapped in his long white hair, and weeping into the little river that was fed by his tears. But when he heard the king's command, he dried his eyes and bade them bring shears to cut him loose, for his hair had bound him a fast prisoner, and he could not move. And then he sent them for rich clothes and jewels which he put on, and he ordered them to saddle the white horse with gold and silk that he might ride to meet the king. Meanwhile Tattercoats had heard of the great doings in the town, and she sat by the kitchen door weeping because she could not go to see them. And when the old nurse heard her crying, she went to the lord of the palace and begged him to take his granddaughter with him to the king's ball. But he only frowned and told her to be silent, while the servants laughed and said, Tattercoats is happy in her rags, playing with the goose herd. Let her be. It is all she is fit for. A second and then a third time, the old nurse begged to let the girl go with him, 
but she was answered only by black looks and fierce words, till she was driven from the room by the jeering servants with blows and mocking words. Weeping over her ill success, the old nurse went to look for Tattercoats, but the girl had been turned from the door by the cook and had run away to tell her friend the gooseherd how unhappy she was because she could not go to the king's ball. But when the gooseherd had listened to her story, he bade her cheer up and proposed that they should go together into the town to see the king and all the fine things, and when she looked sorrowfully down at her rags and bare feet, he played a note or two upon his pipe, so gay and merry that she forgot all about her tears and her troubles, and before she well knew, the herd-boy had taken her by the hand, and she and he and the geese before them were dancing down the road towards the town. Before they had gone very far, a handsome young man, splendidly dressed, rode up, and stopped to ask the way to the castle where the king was staying. And when he found that they too were going thither, he got off his horse and walked beside them along the road. The herd-boy pulled out his pipe and played a low, sweet tune, and the stranger looked again and again at Tattercoat's lovely face till he fell deeply in love with her and begged her to marry him. But she only laughed and shook her golden head. "'You would be finely put to shame if you had a goose-girl for your wife,' said she. "'Go and ask one of the great ladies you will see tonight at the King's Ball, and do not flout poor Tattercoats.' But the more she refused him, the sweeter the pipe played, and the deeper the young man fell in love, till at last he begged her, as a proof of his sincerity, to come that night at twelve to the king's ball, just as she was, with the herd-boy and his geese, and in her torn petticoat and bare feet, and he would dance with her before the king and the lords and ladies, and present her to them all as his dear and honoured bride. So when night came, and the hall in the castle was full of light and music, and the lords and ladies were dancing before the king, just as the clock struck twelve, Tattercoats and the herd-boy, followed by his flock of noisy geese, entered at the great doors, and walked straight up the ballroom, while on either side the ladies whispered, the lords laughed, and the king seated at the far end, stared in amazement. But as they came in front of the throne... Tattercoat's lover rose from beside the king and came to meet her. Taking her by the hand, he kissed her thrice before them all and turned to the king. Father, he said, for it was the prince himself, I have made my choice, and here is my bride, the loveliest girl in all the land and the sweetest as well. Before he finished speaking, the herd-boy put his pipe to his lips and played a few low notes that sounded like a bird singing far off in the woods. And, as he played, Tattercoat's rags were changed to shining robes sewn with glittering jewels. A golden crown lay upon her golden hair, and the flock of geese behind her became a crowd of dainty pages bearing her long train. And, as the king rose to greet her as his daughter, the trumpet sounded loudly in honour of the new princess, and the people outside in the street said to each other, Ah, now the prince has chosen for his wife the loveliest girl in all the land. But the gooseherd was never seen again, and no one knew what became of him. 
while the old lord went home once more to his palace by the sea, for he could not stay at court when he had sworn never to look on his granddaughter's face. So there he still sits by his window, if you could only see him, as you some day may, weeping more bitterly than ever as he looks out over the sea. And the moral of that story is, let sleeping dogs lie. Well, good night. That was Simon Cockle reading Joseph Jacobs' collected tale, Tattercoats. Again, you can also listen to Simon on his two podcasts, Breaking Lines and The Sacred Cow. We will leave links in the show description for all of you if you are interested. Check them out. Why not? You can also follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dads Read Princess Stories. You can also go to our website, dadsreadprincessstories.transistor.fm. Hit the subscribe button. And please, if you'd like to leave a comment or a review, it helps greatly. Gets the word out there for everyone else. If you would like to know more of what's coming out in the month or the coming months, you can subscribe to our newsletter. Again, all you have to do is go to the website, dadsreadprincessstories.transistor.fm. You go to the bottom of the page, click that subscribe, enter your email, and you will find out weekly what's coming out and what the rest of the month looks like. Which you will probably want to know because we have super awesome stories coming out this month. They get spookier as the weeks go by. And we're going to have a special Halloween episode for you all, which you will not want to miss out on. But until then, please, all of you, wear your mask, wash your hands, be kind to each other, and stay safe.